Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chassidus in the morning. 15 minutes to change our lives. We're going to finish off this segment of the Sikha, and tomorrow, hopefully, we'll be able to finish another segment. A little bit short. We'll try to run through it and get it all. So now we're finishing off the, the Sikha from today. So basically, from, from this past week. So basically, what we're saying is, we've been discussing the, what, looking at Yaakov's life and applying it to our own lives. And how can we can, so too, like he did, we can also do ourselves. And we see in the story of Yaakov, he goes from Beresham, he goes from the best of places to Ganeiden, to uh, the worst of places. And specifically in those worst of places is where he's successful raising 12 children, the Shvatim, better than anyone else, better than his, his father and his grandfather that had one good 50-50. He had 100% success rate. And what we're learning is the first thing, the first lesson we're learning is that being in that place, being in the, t- in the tests and the trials of life, out of the seminary, out of the yeshiva, out of that, that, that bubble, is where the, the true success happens. Meaning life with, with challenges, challenges aren't there to pull you down, they're there to pull you up. That's the first lesson. Then we say when he goes, when he goes to Haran, what does he do? The Yifkav he davens. He's going to go find the shidduch. What should he be doing? He should be looking, make sure he knows the right language, the clothing, what she talk about, fix up his resume. But what is the first thing he do? He davens Hashem. He realizes that now I've been living in, in uh, Be'er Sheva, nice place. I was in Yeshiva, all the good things. Time to move out. Now, specifically, that I'm moving out. I have to do all these things. All those things that I did were just practice. You know, when you do it in camp, you have songs. So they started this thing. You do one practice run and then the real run. Yeshiva and seminary, in a certain sense, um, they're feeding you, but they're also practice runs. When you go out into the world, then you need to do all the governing learning. And the governing learning and that experience isn't much deeper. And that's what, and that's what we're talking about. And then that's, that's what he does. And then it says when he sleeps, he says, what does he do? He protects his head. Why? Because with the, the wild animals, with stones. So we say, what is it? Either the Abish is going to take care of him, Hashem is taking care of him, what else to worry about? He doesn't protect himself at all. But if he has to protect himself, so why isn't he protecting his whole body, not just his head? He said, because he's protecting his head because he understood what's going on. He's going to Haran, it's not a good place. And he realizes, I'm going to have to go work, I'm going to have to do all these things, to deal with Lavan. And, and, you know, and, and the trials and tribulations of his life, Yaakov, in Lavan was, was tough, was rough. But he understands that if he keeps his head on, my head's in the right place. I've had that clarity, that, that, that frame of reference, that mind, knowing what's important. I'll be fine. I'll be able to make it. And that's why he protects his head, meaning he realizes that his head is keeping protected. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Now we're discussing what's the reward for all of that. Yeah, and then we also we had the last thing we said yesterday is also not just that he, what he protects his head with is the, the stones. What are the stones? Stones are inanimate objects. That it's this union of Kabbalah so inanimate is the idea of Kabbalah so. That, that, you're, that you're not connected to Hashem only because you feel it feels good or because it makes sense or I'm intellectually excited or emotionally excited, but it's because that's what Hashem wants from me. That's Kabbalah. So I do what God wants. 
because God wants. And that's what I'm doing. I'm an Evan. I'm an Evan. I'm, I'm a stone. I'm a servant. What's a stone? A stone is not movable. I don't, I don't, it's, I'm simple. And that's a, it's a big mile to have. So let's watch the reward for all of this. Vav. So the reward is, if you see in my parasha, like the end of the parasha, what does it say? And this stone that I put as, as a matzeva, as like a statue, should be the house of Hashem. And we can think about it in terms of the stone that we've been talking about till now. Not gold, not silver. Simple stones. The simple stones are what makes it a house for God. Not even stones from the city. But it's a stone Yaakov found on the way. Some regular stones. It's like nothing special about them. But specifically those nothing special things that he creates basically Kim. Hey, how does he take these regular stones and make them to a base of Lakim, a house for God? Through him surrounding himself with our And through him surrounding himself with the stones, like we said before, he has Kabbalah's Earl, and that he keeps his head on straight. What does that cause? And, and even more, that when he did this connection with Hashem, he did it with a neder. What's a neder? A vow. A vow is who? A neder, a vow, is when, is when nothing's forcing you. Your intellect, your emotions, your excitement, is not causing you to want to do something. It's the neder that's causing you. Like we said about the Kabbalah, it's sort of a similar thing. He makes a nether and says, Kim, basically Kim, you're going to take the Vevan Hashem, some of he's going to make it to the house of Hashem, all coming from this nether. What's a nether? A nether is, is an idea of something that you don't have, you're not forced to, you're not feeling, you're not feeling it. You're doing you want to, but it's the right thing to do. And that caused him to reach the highest levels. To the extent that even the simplest things, became house of God, meaning, meaning taking the the Evan Shutim, making basically Kim was was showing that that through this mindset that he had and through all the preparation that he did, and we're going to discuss what it means practically, but all the preparation that he did had caused him to be able to make the simplest of things to a holy, a godly thing. Having that head on straight when we go to work. Going to work, it doesn't have to be something that, that negates godliness, but that's one we confuse godliness. It can, you know, it could be an, or being, a, being a teacher or being a parent. Being a parent is not a separate thing from godliness. And that's, we think of it, it's pretty obvious. But, but even more, we can see how do we, can, we can infuse every interaction with this godliness. Listen, listen, you're going to show us, listen to this. This is the lesson and this is the idea of everyone. And specifically people wanting to build a Jewish home. Not just the Siddur and the Chumish is holy. Even the fork and spoon in the house is holy. They have to also be holy. How do you make him holy? 
But what the Rebbe is saying is, holy is not the bookshelf. Holy, you know, it's like people say, I heard recently someone, I saw someone posted that, that and he was saying, there's a big shaila on saying, we want, saying Hashem is truly everywhere. And he was saying, you can't say that. Hashem can say that, but we can't say that. We have to say Hashem is in the shul, Hashem is in the base medrash, Hashem is in the, the sorry on our shelf. They say Hashem is in the fork, Hashem is in the spoon. He said, you can't say. But what we're saying here is you, you, you have to say it. You have to bring that out. How? Here, it's true, the first thing, first things first. And he, and, and he, he, he davened. To the extent, what does it mean that he davened properly? Thought that just when he's davening, he's, he's, he's light, meaning he's awake. Even when a person's asleep. Meaning in every place we find ourselves. The gates of heaven. To us, then you transform the house, everything in it, to a godly house. Meaning, meaning we should daven, but we said, we daven, protect ourselves, but keep our head on straight. We make sure that we understand what's important. And, and, and like, let's for about this a little bit. It means recognizing, like being accountable to ourselves, recognizing, do I, do I, do I have a little bit of learning every day? You know? Like, um, Michal was telling me that someone, someone, one of her friends, that, that, that Michal told, talked about, about like going to, like spending more time diving and learning, like making that time a little bit. And she's like, man, this chain, I like, like, it's like woke me up. I'm like, a whole different person. Like, I'm mad. I miss, I, I forgot about this feeling. And sort of what happened, Yetahara is a umbunasi. So he sort of weakens us in a way. We don't realize, next thing we know, we don't even realize it. So it's sort of reminds ourselves. Do I, have, do, I have a, do I learn every day a little bit? Am I inspiring myself? What, what are my conversations with my kids about? You know, when I'm learning something, am I sharing it? Am I, am I being able to dive in every day? Do I give myself the time? Am I taking care of myself? Am I eating properly? Am I taking care? Like all these little things. And, and when we say eating properly, it's a simple thing. This is sort of the, the, the fork and the spoon we're talking about. The fork and the spoon is that I can eat because it tastes good. I can eat because I just want to be healthy. I can eat because if I'm healthy, Instead of Hashem properly. And, and this is all part of like, my whole life is part of this master plan that Hashem has for me. Hashem, before me here, he has things that he needs me to do. I need to eat properly. And that's what we're saying. Every, every little interaction, am I working because I need money so I can have good clothes? And also, I can pay for Shabbos food. I can have money so I can, so I can be a mensch and I can take care of myself and my family and can have an amazing Shabbos because of this. And it's like a little, it, 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 what's beautiful about it, and what's, but it's a Ferengian, is you, everything can be a godly experience. And when you work, it can also be a godly experience. But it just, it just matters, it's taking that step. It's like separate, it's not separating that step. There's one step is that I do these things, and then I say to myself, oh, you know what? And I can also do tournaments. So it's, oh, my whole life is about connecting to Hashem. So even this that I work is connecting to Hashem. Even this that I'm eating now, I'm connecting to Hashem. And, and, and you know, and when, when you go to eat, uh, for example, and this just applies to everything, you go to eat, you can say to yourself, hey, I'm, I'm so excited. I get to eat. I get to make a brach. I can connect to Hashem. And through this eating, I can have a whole transformative day. Hashem wants me to have a good day. And when I have a good day, I can do more time mitzvahs, more people, and I can have a better day. Being good to my kids is a good thing. It's not a, it's not a separate from time mitzvahs. 
being being good to your kids, but to be good to your kids, you have to get a proper amount of sleep. You have to try to take care of that. And yeah, you know, eating healthy, not eating what just tastes good, but what actually is good for us. You know, and having interaction with people, I can have a good interaction even at work. You know, caring about someone, it's it's one of the most beautiful things. It can make such an impact. You know, there's a famous story that that those sheikhs in in Argentina, like they came to Argentina to shakht, and one day. As I was leaving, the, the security guard is like, you're missing someone. I'm like, no, we got everyone. They counted. No, everyone's here. Everyone's here. And he's like, no, I'm telling you there's someone missing. And then he forced them to go back. The language barrier is probably a big issue. They went back and they came into the deep freezer. And there was one of the sheikh that was stuck in there. They left without him. So they said, how, like, that's crazy. we saved his life. He wouldn't, they would have left. He would have, he wouldn't have survived the night. They said, how, like, how did you know he wasn't there? He goes, because he was the only one that, ever, that every morning would say good morning. And when he left, he said, good afternoon. None of you, none of you, none of, no one else did that. And no one said anything to me. So I realized he's not there. Just a simple thing of saying good morning and good night to someone. A random stranger. What an impact it can have. And, and, and when we realize this, and that every interaction, we, every interaction we have, an interaction that we do, we can make it this godly experience. And we realize this. And this is, this is that Yifkab uh, Makim protecting our heads and realizing I'm not just here to work, but I'm here to do this. I'm not just here to, to take care of my kids. I'm here to, to infuse them with this love and passion for, for Yiddishkeit. You know, my interaction with someone on the street. Let me share something I learned today. You know, the uh, share I learned. As Ray Gordon says beautifully, he says there's three types of uh, conversations. It's about people, about things, and about ideas. When someone's speaking about, about people, normally it's not such a good thing, and you should try to avoid that. Speaking about things, eh, whatever, it's cashmiss. Some talking about ideas is the best. Just come share, share an idea. And yeah, this is what we're saying. And that's, and that, through having that, especially building a, a, a Jewish home, like he says, the Rebbe says, not just, you shouldn't think ourselves that the mezuzah on the door and the farm on the shelf, that's what makes it holy. It can be even, even the meal that we have is holy. Even, even the stomach interaction, even the game that we play with our children can be holy. And the mitzvah Hashem, by all of us, we should see it and we should uh, strive for this. And we should, be, we should enjoy the process. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.